Welcome to the official Autodesk Inventor podcast. My name is Garen Gardner. This is episode number 31. And uh, today we're going to talk a little bit about some of the capabilities of Inventor with 2D and 3D sketching. Uh, first, last month we, we didn't have a podcast. Apologize for that due to Autodesk University and kind of the craziness of the holidays. Just never was able to sit down and record one. So hopefully this will, this will be a good first one for the, the new year. And as always, if there are certain things you guys want to see, let me know. It was great at Autodesk University. I was able to, to meet up many, meet with many of, of you that have listened to the podcast, and I was able to receive a lot of good feedback, and uh, hopefully I can take advantage of that feedback in, in the coming months. But with that, let's jump in, take a look at some of the 2D, 3D sketching capabilities. And one of the, the main things that I wanted to talk about, uh, I get questions from time to time, I want to create some type of 3D pipe or some type of, of uh, swept component but I don't know how to set up the 2D and 3D sketching, or do I use 2D, do I use 3D? So I'm going to show you three ways that you can go about doing some of these things. The first thing that I'm going to show, or the first way that we'll go about it, is you'll notice that we have just a 2D sketch, that I have a side view, and we want to be able to have some type of, of pipe that's going to follow along this path, but also go in a Z direction. So I'm going to edit a, uh, well let's turn on the visibility of another sketch and you'll notice with this other, this other 2D sketch that it's actually sitting in the XZ plane and you can tell that by my little indicators on my, my, uh, my XYZ coordinate system. And that's actually through the bonus pack. Um, so it, it's nice for me to be able to see what's going on there. But in my Z direction I can see I have a line and let's just come in here and we'll add possibly another edge to that line or, or uh, to that profile. So we have just basically two different sketches that allow me to do that. So from here, now I want to be able to turn this into some type of 3D swept profile. So let's go into our work plane. And we're just going to create a work plane on the end of that particular point. And then I'm going to create a, circu a circular profile that we're going to use to sweep along that path. So the, the interesting thing about this is even though these are two different profiles, two different sketches, when I go into my, my sweep tool, you'll notice that it picks up, all, it picks up that entire uh, swept length. The nice thing about that is I don't have to create a 3D sketch. I can use 2D sketches, make sure I'm using the same point, project the point of, of the first uh, sketch to use for the second sketch, and then it just connects everything together. Now, if that's not what I wanted, you can turn some of these to construction geometry, and then it won't use that particular segment. So you can see here I swept that along there, and as I mentioned earlier, if by chance you didn't really want this back edge to be included in that sweep, you can make it a construction piece, and then you'll notice now when I come in here, it's only going to pick up those first four segments. So this is a, a nice way to use just 2D sketches to create a nice 3D swept profile and I don't have to do a bunch of, of work in the 3D sketcher. Now if by chance there, there may be times where maybe you want filleting, filleted corners here which you wouldn't really be able to do from sketch one to sketch two, I could add fillets on all, in each of the sketches, I could add fillets on all of the different edges, but traversing from one sketch to another, I couldn't put a fillet between those two edges. 
So one of the things that we may want to do here in a case like that is create a 3D sketch. So you'll notice underneath the 2D sketch, I have the 3D sketch option. And we're going to come in here and start out with just a line. And this acts very similar to the 2D sketch environment, although there are some differences here. Uh, I'm going to come in and, and just specify that we'll start at the, the center point. And then you'll notice, this is actually really nice with the view cube, that I can tell it that we're going to work on the front view. And then in my, in my little orientation tool here, I'm just going to tell it that we're also going to work on that particular plane. So now, anytime I'm sketching, it's making sure that it's staying in that particular plane, that planar face. So now I'm just going to come in and sketch something that looks similar to what we had earlier with the 2D sketch. Now we want to go to maybe the front view or the, the side view. So you'll notice that I come to the other face there, pick it, and then I can do much the same face on the view cube. We're going to come straight over. Notice it's telling me that it's parallel. It's actually making it parallel, I believe, to one of these axes. And then let's go over to the other edge, and we'll say let's go to the side view, or it's back on the view cube. And I'm just going to sketch some other geometry here. Now, I purposefully didn't line it all up together so that I can come in and, and dimension and do some things with it. So we'll come in and add a couple of dimensions. We'll just do something like a 10 millimeter there and we'll do something like a six millimeter here. Now, one of the things is that you do have 3D constraints here as well. So when you are placing these, if you wanted something to be perpendicular or parallel and you didn't quite get it, you can come back and add those types of constraints. Uh, in this case, all of mine were, uh, were pretty much set up with perpendicular as I was sketching. It picked all that up. Uh, let's add a, a dimension for the width here and we'll say something like six millimeters. And then I'm also just going to specify, let's see if we need a 10 millimeter there. Let's just do the same as the bottom dimension. Now, right now in the 3D sketcher, we don't have an equal constraint. So you, you will need to come in and add a couple of, of dimensions that are going to make all of these the same. So I could, let's also add a height here. So now that these are all tied together, I can change that 10 to a 12 and everything will update and we do have a nice 3D environment where we're doing this all in the 3D sketch. So you can accomplish this all in the 3D sketch. It's still pretty easy to do depending on what you're doing. The 2D environment or the 3D sketch may be hard to say which one's best for you but play around with them. I'm going to come in and add some fillets all the way around the corner and one of the, the quick ways to do this, let's do, we'll say something like a, an inch and you'll notice that I can just come and pick the intersection there just that point and it'll fill it both the edges otherwise I have to pick one edge and the other edge which isn't much more difficult but it's just a, a single click opposed to multiple clicks and that's the same in uh, the 2D sketch environment as well so I've been able to come in and create a nice little 3D path here and at this point now we want to be able to create a profile that we're going to sweep a, a shape along so let's come to we'll just create a new 2D sketch and make sure that you hit the drop down and go to 2D sketch because whatever the last one you used is what is default in the sketch environment. So it's not uncommon if I'm doing 3D sketches, I return out and by habit I just go up and click sketch again thinking I'm going to do a 2D sketch and it picks up a 3D sketch. So just be careful of that. We'll go into a 2D sketch. We're going to grab the, the YZ plane there and I'm just going to make sure we're going to work right on that point. So I'll project it and then let's create a circle there, something like that. So now we can come along here, tell it we're gonna sweep it, 
and we've swept an entire profile there pretty easily. It wasn't too difficult for us to do. Now the same is true if, let's undo that, if I didn't want one of these to, to be included, maybe this last, these last couple of segments, we'll just grab that line and the, the radius. I can make those construction. I guess it won't let me do it in uh, the 3D sketch environment. I thought it would, but um, it <clears throat> looks like you'll need to delete those if you don't want those to be included in the 3D sketch. But um, that's what I get for going on the fly, right? But uh, so the next section that we want to do, let's turn that off for right now. And let's take a look at, in fact, I'll probably just delete those. So the, the next one that I want to talk a little bit about is taking advantage of uh, possibly a little bit more complex scenario. So let's take a look at a couple of different sketches here. So we have a side view and I want to be able to, basically I know what the side view looks like, I know what the top view looks like, but I'm not really sure how those would come together. And uh, this could be from sketches, it could just be you need to route around something and you know the side view and the top view, but you don't really know how those would join together. Maybe that doesn't make sense, I think it will in a second. But let's come in and I'm going to create a new sketch. You'll notice that I have a work plane up top here. And I'm going to create a new sketch on it, or I've already, I've already got a sketch set up on it. And basically I've just projected up the origin point. So let's go to that top view, and let's say that uh, in a 2D sketch, I'm just going to come in and create kind of the, the profile that I want this to, to look like. We'll do something like, something like this. So at the, in the top view, other than that one piece not being perpendicular, in the top view, this is how we want the, the top of the swept path to look. And then we also want it to look like this from the side. So we can create both of those profiles. And let's just come in and add a couple of dimensions. We'll do something like 12 millimeters here. And uh, we'll also do, let's, uh, let's just place maybe a couple. In fact, we'll just leave those without dimensions right there. But maybe the overall width of this will do something like 8 millimeters or 8 inches. And then the rest of it is pretty flexible. I can drag these things around. Uh, we, we probably also want to add some fillets. So let's just do some fillets across each of these edges. Something like that. And let's bump that up to be a little bit larger. We'll do something like 0.75. Probably a little too big for this. And let's also probably one thing that I want to make sure and do is make sure that these two edges are lined up together. We can use just a coincident constraint or vertical horizontal to do that. <clears throat> so now what I'm going to do is let's return out and I'm going to go to a 3D sketch and I'm going to use a tool that uh, basically not a project curve but a 3D intersect curve. And this allows me to select two different profiles two different sketches. I can say let's do one and two and what this is going to do is you'll notice it's a little bit hard to see with the yellow but it's basically taking the intersect of both of those profiles and creating me a 3D profile on that. So the nice thing about this is if I decide that we want to adjust this a little bit we can grab some of these, drag them around, make some, some changes 
and then we'll just update it and you'll notice that that 3D profile updates as well. So let's take a look at what this is going to look like. I'm going to turn off a couple of the sketches that I was using, not create a note. Let's uh, turn the visibility of that first one off and we'll turn that side view off. So with that, I'm just going to create a profile very similar to what we did a few minutes ago. We'll just create right on the origin. We'll project that point. And then I'm going to create some type of circle that we're going to sweep along that. Probably better make it a little smaller so that it can traverse around those corners without intersecting. And then let's just do a sweep. And there we have it. So pretty easy to, to lay out something like that. And I can still manage or change those different profiles. So let's come in here. It looks like I didn't add a fillet, which we may want in there, but we won't worry about it right now. Um, although if I want to make some changes as far as, let's go back into there. And maybe I want these to be a little bit shorter on a couple of those and maybe bring these in quite a bit closer to the beginning. So we can make some, some pretty big changes to it, update it, and you'll notice that now it does all of the, the turns here opposed to up in this area. So just a, a really nice way for you to be able to use 2D sketches that basically can join together to allow you to sweep in a 3D path. You can create a 3D sketch with all of the line geometry, constraining them and, and doing much the same thing. Or you can still use a top view and say a side or front view, do an intersect of those two and use that. So hopefully that's beneficial. I don't know how many of you are, are using sweeps at this point where you want to do it in a 3D space, but this can probably make it a bit simpler for you and help you out in some of those areas. So with that, hopefully you enjoyed the 31st episode of the official Autodesk Mentor podcast. And uh, always looking forward to getting some, some wish list items as far as what you'd like to see uh, us do with the podcast in the future, different episodes that, that you may like to see and, and things that we work on. And with that, we'll uh, see you next month. Ted? <sighs> Sorry. <clears throat> Couldn't find parking. <sighs> so, today's the big day. It certainly is. Today's the day Ted and my designs are being released to manufacturing. So, we decided to throw a little party and celebrate. Especially since mine's a couple of months ahead of schedule. And mine is only a couple of months late, so... Right. Hey, uh... I thought you were going to bring your prototype so I could see what it is you've been working on. Oh, sure. Here you go. <laughs> what, it's in there? Here. Let me show you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <coughs> wow. Uh, hmm. Did you look at the time? Uh, gotta get going, so...
Wait, I thought you were gonna show me what you've been working on. Uh, I didn't bring it. But what's in the box? All right. Uh, well, <laughs> okay. Uh, we are pretty proud of how this baby turned out. Wow. It's... What is it again? Uh, it's an industrial ice cream scoop. Wow. It certainly is industrial. Well, we uh, had some concerns about the initial design being too fragile, so we beefed up the material to make certain it wouldn't break if it dropped. You know, Ted, with Autodesk Inventor, you can run stress analysis tests to make sure that your design is strong enough without needing to overbuild it. Plus, you're not wasting materials. Yes, but this baby really scoops. Check this out. You okay? I got pulled a muscle.